Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. With me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my story here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on Instagram at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit the follow button and you can watch these episodes on the Sports Card Lessons YouTube channel. Welcome, everyone. How is everyone doing? Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast, please hit the subscribe button and leave some feedback. Woo! Season two, episode one. We made it. It's, it's been two weeks off. We're here, back here, season two. I want to thank uh, Sports Card Therapist for coming on to celebrate uh, my 50th episode and closing out season one. Uh, and looking forward to having him on again uh, in season two. Uh, I'd hoped by this week I would be in my new office, but it looks like it's still two to three weeks away, probably two weeks, but I'm going to say three weeks because these renovations are taking forever. And and there's, there's at least one issue every day. I get a phone call, something needs to be changed or, and if you've done this, if you've done some major renovations, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I guess I should just be happy to, uh, to be living in the new house. <laughs> uh, fantasy football. Uh, I did make the playoffs in all three leagues. Uh, one one league, I got knocked out the first week of the playoffs. I ended up uh, winning this past weekend for playing for fifth, fifth place out of 14. Uh, I made it to the semifinals in my curse team. I talked about that many times. Uh, that curse team, all of a sudden, it got steam, it got traction, and it looked like I was going to get right to the finals. And this past weekend, it uh, it fell apart. Um, and and I, I guess it's really not the team; it's you know what the weather and a lot of there were a lot of things that that came into play. Uh, but I ended up losing, so I'll be playing uh, this weekend for third place, uh, hoping just to cash in that one. Uh, the last team um, cruised fourteen and two record. Uh, cruised right into the uh, right into the championship, so I'll definitely keep you posted on that. That would be a shame to lose to lose that 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 team was well drafted, uh, and that was a that was a twelve team league. I drafted very well on that team, and uh, uh, I started out. I I won the first game uh, of the season. I lost the second game. Uh, I lost the third game, and then I I haven't lost since I just been winning the whole time just a solid team man it feels like i've been away a month i mean i only i know it's only been two weeks and, and i've had a lot on my plate with moving and stuff but it just feels like you know i i i've been gone a long time and uh really been trying to play this episode over in my own head just preparing for it um and like I said in episode 50, 
now episode this is episode 51 or you know the new season is uh, i hope you get the best version of it um so let's jump into it uh today's episode is my goals for 2023 uh and before i talk about my goals for the hobby and for the podcast you really need to know how i'm approaching these you know setting these goals getting ready for the 50th episode I went back and I was looking at, you know, listening, looking at the earlier episodes, all 50 episodes uh, and my notes, because when I was getting ready for that episode, I just I wanted to I wanted to. The point of the episode to me was just growth, and I really I needed myself to go back and look to see where I was and, and where I was at, you know, filming this episode and not only from you know, just the podcast podcast itself, but even before that, just being in the hobby, how, mu how much growth um, I've made in the hobby and the podcast. Uh, but taking two weeks off and really reflecting on that last year as well, um, I think about how the hobby has changed for me. Um, where I've been in the hobby, where I want to be in the hobby, are completely changed now. Uh, so my first, you know, few years in the hobby coming into this new year, and in fact, we're still at the end of 2022. So just looking forward to 2023, a new year with a new set of goals. Um, I felt like in the hobby, when I started setting up at the shows, that the bigger, the bigger cards you had, the more credibility you had in the hobby. And that was really apparent to me as my case, as the cards in my case grew, people started to take notice. So, so bef before I had bigger cards, when I first started and I first started setting up at shows, um, I think probably the biggest card in my, I had in my case was maybe $300. And I'm just going to throw that number out there because I, I really don't remember setting up what what the most expensive card is i had in my case and i met a lot of people out there but you know a lot of people would just walk you know glance in and just keep on walking by uh and i felt that i needed to put bigger cards in my case to get people to slow down and look uh and i also felt like just setting up with other dealers before the show even started um I would watch dealers just zoom by that were completely uninterested in what I had uh, in my case to a point where I started gaining traction and getting bigger cards, leveling up, getting bigger cards in my case. Um, I felt that was starting to get some credibility, right? So some people were measuring me and the hobby by the cards I was selling in my case. Um, and I understand that. I, under, I, I, I understand that because I think that's at the time where the hobby was. Uh, the bigger the cards, the better. And I think um, during the content creator episode, the round content creator roundtable, um, Shane from Sports Card Nobody talked about, you know, content that he was consuming uh, was just full of five and six figure cards. 
and the, and if you looked at the people watching these, they, you know, it was thousands of views on this thing. And he felt, you know what, that's great, but I'm probably not going to own those cards. And he felt there was a lane for people who didn't own or weren't able to buy such cards, right? Such big cards, expensive cards. And that resonated with me. Like I thought about that a lot because I felt like that at the beginning uh, when I was setting up, I felt like I'm never going to put all this big money out to buy these thousands of dollar cards, right? I It was just, that was my mindset. Um, it was based, it was based financially, but low risk in my mind. That's where I started. And that's maybe coming from a business, you know, uh, you know, owning a business. Um, I mean, you take risks to start your business, but once you're in business, you don't want to take a lot of risks if you don't have to. And I think maybe that's where my mindset was at the beginning uh, when I started setting up at shows. Um, and you hear people, the phrase, you know, all the time, collect what you love, you know, the nostalgia part of the cards, what makes you feel good. Those are the cards. And I think that all came and hit me at once these last few weeks. Uh, and it really made me step back and reevaluate what I'm doing in the hobby. Um, I basically felt like I was, you know, chasing cards that I felt would raise my credibility, but also they were cards that I was kind of taking a chance on that I could sell for a profit. So the bigger the card, the bigger the profit, right? I realized my early days setting up at shows, they were all financially driven. I wasn't acquiring cards that I love. I wasn't acquiring cards that I felt good but ones that I, that other people loved ones that I thought were going to create sales opportunities at the show. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but when I'm just reevaluating what I'm doing and looking forward to another year uh, and another year of growth, which is so important to me because if I'm going to be in this hobby, I every year I need to grow and, and, you know, with growth is taking chances and making changes, um, something that I can be happy with, something that I can feel good about. Uh, I may take some chances that may not pan out, but as long as I'm happy doing it, there was nothing wrong with it. For me, year two, season two, uh, just time for a change, you know, try to find what moves me, what makes me more nostalgic, what gets me excited about cards. And we touched base, you know, on my 50th episode, we talked about, you know, the hockey cards, you know, that I would, the, the, the PC cards, a lot of Ovechkin cards I've picked up, uh, Gretzky cards I've picked up, Lemieux cards I've picked up, um, you know, just some some hockey goats that, you know, I'm happy with. And I watch these guys play hockey. Um, I love my football cards. 
definitely going to keep rolling what my football cards definitely love those um but at the shows i'm going to start adding hockey into my cases um and what's next what comes after that what comes after the football and the hockey right I, you know i i i spent a lot of time this past year buying cards and sports that I really didn't know much about. Uh, and they were really for me, just quick flips. And it was, I'm not going to say it was a lot of work, but it, for me, it was trying to find out as much about a card as I possibly could. So I could make a educated decision in purchasing it and then selling it. And, you know, any sport that I don't follow, it's a quick, it's a quick flip, right? Just for small profit. It's a, it's a quick flip, you know, whether it's a basketball card or a soccer card, um, a baseball card, it's, you know, not a sport that I follow, not a sport that I, that I watch. Although the soccer, I did watch this, uh, you know, this year's world cup. And, you know, I hope to watch more now that I understand the game a little more, but there's one thing to jump into a sport and watch a sport uh, and get to know what's going on in the sport. And there's another to be able to have a conversation with somebody talking about a player or a game from 15 years ago or 20 years ago, something you remember, something that was iconic in your childhood that I could never go back and find that. I, I wouldn't have that connection with the sport, not that somebody else was there watching and growing up watching that sport. So, so to me, that sport was hockey. So I could have those conversations about things that happened in hockey um, that happened in the, in, in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties, because I was there, I was part of it and I was watching it. So to me, to start getting these cards, it's, it's exciting. I mean, and it's exciting to get these cards and not only get these cards is the year I look at the year and I think about what was I doing that year? You know, do I remember that year? And, you know, of course, most years in your life, you do remember. So, so it even, you know, I remember, I start to remember who won the Stanley cup that year, you know, where, where I was, where, you know, it was a big deal for me to watch the playoffs and the Stanley cups. And then, you know, if you, if you follow hockey, you know, that the playoffs start in April and they end in June. So it's a long playoff season. Um, so what else, what else do I have a connection to? What else moves me? Um, so I talked about the pop century cards, um, uh, that I was purchasing, uh, uh, in season one and just keeping as my PC absolutely love these cards. Uh, and I talked about how much I love these cards and, and I'm, I continue to buy these cards. Um, Music cards. Uh, another thing, I mean, music has always been, you know, a bit, I mean, I think it's a big part of everyone's life, you know, especially growing up, coming of age, that type of thing. But music has always been a big part. Music and movies have always been a huge part of my life. Um, and I've been, I, I could say I'm kind of a movie and music buff, right? I, I was, um, uh, probably showing my age a little bit, but I mean, I remember going from three or four channels with an antenna on the TV to cable TV. I remember when cable TV showed up 
And, and I remember that being such a game changer where all of a sudden, you know, you had 10 or 12 channels to watch and, and a couple of them were just movies all the time. And I just remember just loving movies, loving to watch TV um, as a kid. And, and then growing up, I was always like that. I was, I, you know, I was always at the movie theater, always going to the movies uh, and music concerts. I mean, concerts were such a huge part of my life growing up, um, especially through high school uh, in my early 20s. Whenever there was any concerts, we, we were always there. Like there was a group of us that went to all the concerts. So these types of things um, I know a lot about. And I found myself over the last few months buying these pop century cards, buying music cards, and then just saying, I mean, it's right here. The writing's right here on the wall. This is what you should be doing. This is this is what makes you feel good. This is what you know. Uh, so so this is this is kind of the lane I'm looking to jump into um, moving forward in 2023. Uh, it doesn't for me. It doesn't need to be financially driven as it was in in the previous years because I. I know going to the shows, I'm going to sell something. Things are going to sell. I mean, I know I have things that will sell in my case. So so I'm not that worried about it. But I would like to be start to buy and sell like these cards that I've been collecting all this time that, you know, I've been calling my PC. Uh, there are some, are some that I'm definitely going to keep as PC cards, but other ones, you know, I could start moving these cards, you know, and, and you know, leveling up trading up or just moving them for for other cards or bigger cards in in that lane um i just completed a 90 card non-sport order for psa that i'll be shipping out this week and it's all movies and music and the only other thing besides the movies and music in there um are the stranger things uh cards that I got from um, National last year, that 18 card set, uh, which I talked about, should I, should I send them off to grading? And that's when grading was at, you know, 25 and $50. And now they ran a special at PSA for $15. It, I mean, to me, it's a no brainer. Why not send them all and get them graded? So the movies, the music, the, the, you know, the pop century, I mean, I understand they're not as sexy as Michael Jordan or LeBron James, uh, but it's what's getting me excited for next year. It's what I'm getting excited about. Uh, one thing, one thing I, I I I noticed at the last few shows I did is a lot of the cards I had in my case, other people had the same cards in their case. And people would come up, how much for this card? And they'd run to the other guy, how much for the card? What's the best you can do? They come back to me, what's the best you can do? I mean, it was just a going back and forth to see who was going to go lower than the other guy to sell a card. And and I understand that I would do the same thing if I was at a show. But I'm at a point now where maybe I'd rather not have what everybody else has in their case. Maybe if I go in a different direction, uh, I could stand alone a little bit. Uh, and not have to play this game at shows, and you know what? Start start to uh, you know develop some a customer base and some friendships with this type of card. The people who like to collect these type of cards. So I'm really looking forward to that for 2023. 
So what are the goals for 2023? I have hobby goals and I have podcast goals. Um, my hobby goals, travel. I really want to get out and do some more long distance shows. And I say long distance that are from me, long distance from me here in Connecticut. Uh, I want to hit a Dallas show, a Burbank show, uh, an Atlanta show. Um, there's the, uh, the Toronto show that, that, um, I keep seeing, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, uh, people I'm friends with in Canada. And I see a lot of them posting, uh, about the Toronto show and, and, the last two shows, I said, okay, that next one I'm going to, and it just hasn't worked out, uh, whether I have shows or something else going on. But, but I, you know, I want to make it a priority this year. That That's a show I can get in the car and drive to uh, from Connecticut. Um, I've already, uh, I've already had my reservations for national in Chicago this year, in July, or next year in July. I booked a hotel. I have the table. I'm already ready to go for that. So I'm looking forward to just getting out. Uh, and and I understand people will say all the time, oh, you're so lucky you live in that Northeast. You guys have shows every weekend. You have great shows. You have New York and New Jersey and Massachusetts and connect, you know, so many. And I understand that. And, and I think that some of these other shows, these bigger shows, it's such a buildup and it's such a weight that they don't have so many shows. I think they, they really have a great turnout to these bigger shows and that's where i'd like to go um and i have talked to uh to my my buddy nick from the slab exchange uh who travels to these shows and uh i'm gonna try to you know get together with him on a couple of these trips and uh you know hit these shows i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to doing some traveling in 2023 uh my cases i'm still gonna have football in there but I plan to have a good amount of hockey in there, and then I'm just going to call it pop culture. I know uh, I, I I I don't want to call it non sports cards because I know uh, I've heard uh, you know I've listened to some content and I know people who are really in this section they they don't like it labeled as that. So I'm going to call it pop culture, pop culture cards. I'm, I hope to have a good amount in there uh, as well as the hockey. I mean I I have another order out at PSA that's. Uh, that's most that's all hockey and football right now um and that's about 30 cards and they should be coming back probably within the next month or so so i'm looking forward to have those um uh, more so the hockey right now i know the football is going to you know we'll see who goes to uh the super bowl and i think that's going to be uh you know the only the only time any of the anything's going to jump up for football. And then after that, uh, football is going to be dead until, you know, probably uh, June, July of next year. So um, I don't want to go through the spring with just football in my case, like I did last year. Um, I know I, I had a lot of, I put, a, I put a lot of baseball in my car in my case last year. Um, but this year making a little bit of a change, hoping to have some hockey in there through the spring and uh you know, definitely the uh, pop culture cards. Uh, another hobby goal, build my hockey PC. I mean, I love my hockey PC. I named all the cards I, you know, that I've been picking up. Uh, one card that I'm going to throw on the list that I'm going to look for 
uh, is uh, uh, Alexander Ovechkin, the Young Guns rookie card, a PSA 10. I mean, I know it's a very expensive card, and I've kept my eye on it, and I know that, you know, the 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 hockey is still a little expensive right now. I mean, they're definitely holding their value. I've got a number of higher end Ovechkin cards now that I've, I've shared along the way. Um, love those cards. And he just passed uh, Gordie Howe in the scoring. Uh, so he's, he's definitely making some noise and I see, uh, I see his price is holding strong out there, but that that's, that's a card I'm going to put, put on my list to uh, pursue this year. And, and I'd also like to pursue um, a low-pop Gretzky on card auto. I know there's such a ton of the Gretzky rookie cards out there. I mean, the, 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 the pop on those cards is just unbelievable. And, and you know, I'm, I'm part of a few Facebook groups that I see like 30 or 40 come up a day for sale. Uh, and I could easily buy one, but I almost think to myself, like, I mean, if I'm going to buy one, I, I just need a, one to buy one that's going to stand out. And, and trying to find a Gretzky rookie card that's going to stand out, that's a, it's a, it's a high grade, is very expensive. Um, but I, I think an obtainable goal with Gretzky is to find, you know, a low pop on card auto. I, I'd like to get one during his playing years, but... Uh, it's, it's another thing that I'm just going to, you know, be pursuing this year as I go to shows and look around and, uh, you know, hope to find one that gets me excited. Uh, add more pop century and music cards to my PC. Um, so I've been buying collections of music cards. Uh, and that's where I picked a lot of these cards out that I felt were gradable, but I have a ton of non-graded cards and I just have to figure out, um, if I'm going to sleeve them, penny sleeve them, put them out, put them in a box for sale, or if I'm going to hold on to them now, because a lot of them going back to 87, 90, 91, 95, 97. So it's getting harder and harder to, to find certain cards and the values may not be that high on them now. Whereas I think down the road, they, it may, it may come up on them. I'm not sure. Um, so I think what I'm going to do as far as the music cards is I'm going to wait to the uh, PSA order comes back. And in the meantime, try to find more, just buy up more collections of the music cards and just find more that appear to be gradable and then, you know, make some decisions. And, you know, there's, as I do this, I'm going to meet people who are doing this too. And I can, you know, I, I know, I know the music and the musicians, but as, as far as the market itself, I'm going to meet people out there that I'm going to be able to, you know, just get a, better feel of, of where the market is and where people think it's going. Uh, and a carryover from last season. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, sports card therapists always talk about being a, a, a hobby hack to have, you know, a podcast when you throw it out there that you're interested in the card that people, and I've, I've had a bunch of people been messaging me you know, over the last, you know, six, eight weeks, maybe even longer, however long I've been talking about this card. Um, 
and the one that I was real that I felt the price was really right. Um, by the time I contacted, he said, man, that thing sold so fast. I put that up there and, and, and it was a great price on it, but it's the, it's the, uh, Patrick Mahomes XRC PSA 10 card. Um, and I know there's a ton of them out there now. And, you know, when I first started talking about this card, it was like a $5,000 card. And that card is now under $3,000. And I, I almost feel that to get the best value for my dollar, if I hold off now until after the Super Bowl, uh, I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, then maybe I should have bought it early. But if he doesn't win it, you know, maybe the springtime, late spring, early summer, maybe a, a better time, the uh, optimal time to buy it. Um, but I'll never turn away if I come across a great deal at a show. I'm not going to turn. I'm not going to turn away from it. Um, and that's definitely a card I still want to own. So the podcast goals. Um, after this new office is finalized, is complete, uh, I'm going to start dropping two episodes a week. So I talked about um, changing the, uh, dropping the Friday to Thursday. So this is dropped on Thursday. Uh, and that my end of the week episode is always going to drop on Thursday. And I'm going to start adding a Monday episode when the, uh, when I have the the equipment set up right now, I'm literally sitting in a corner <laughs> and, and all I'm looking at is construction everywhere in this big room. And I'm just sitting in a corner with a desk and, 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 and this laptop and this microphone. Uh, so when I get, and I've ordered all new equipment. So when, when I get in there, um, you know, I think things are going to be even more impressive than, than they've been. Uh, more guests, just to get more guests on this year and more collaborations with other content creators. Um, but I promise everything I, I bring, it's going to be as meaningful as possible. Um, and I know, uh, I listen to a lot of content. And I talked about this on episode 50 um, with Sports Card Therapist that, you know, a lot of people know everybody's story already. So, you know, it used to be when people started doing these interviews, it was, you know, half of it was taken up, like, tell me about your journey, where you started, all this other stuff. Now I think everybody's aware of everybody's journey. So, so I definitely want to come with a more meaningful perspective, um, you know, on the interviews and, 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 you know, with, with a good direction, um, that I think, uh, everybody, um, will like, will be excited about. And last on the podcast goals is just build the content and the listener base. Um, you know, you, you, you hear everybody starts and finishes, uh, you know, their, their, and any content they create, you know, please like, please subscribe. Um, and we all want that. We all want that. And I think that just shows, 
you know, when you're gaining traction and those numbers are, are rising, it feels like you're doing the right thing. Um, and when those numbers stay stagnant and they don't move, you're always thinking, what do I need to change? So, um, People will tell you that it's not about how many people are listening, but it's always about how many people are listening. And it's not about the numbers who are listening, but the people who are tuning in because they really like the content you're putting out. Uh, and that's the kind of category I want to be in. I want to I want to be putting out the stuff that people like. And I felt at the end, and I talked about this in episode 50, I felt my last 15 or 20 episodes of season one, I was really gaining traction, really finding my way. And I'm going to, uh, I want to continue straight on there with that, uh, with that direction and just bring, uh, as good content as I can. Upcoming shows, uh, the new England card show at the mass mutual center in Springfield, mass is January 7th, 2023. Uh, I will be set up at that show and the white plain show, Westchester, Mary, Marriott, Terrytown, New York. That's January 14th and 15th. I will be there as well. Those are the only two shows I have dates for right now, but I will keep you updated on any additional shows I add. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you. <laughs>